All right, today I'm going to talk about something, and I've talked about it before, but I didn't talk about it on this platform. I'm going to talk about one of the main things that can keep a woman, especially if she is looking to settle down and get married, one of the main things that could keep her single and and, and then find herself, um, and when I say single, let me rephrase that. So... I'm going to talk about one of the number one reasons that a woman will be in her prime, and let's just say that's before her fertility rate starts, tr tr you know, traditionally lower, be lowered, I think. Normally, uh, I think there's basically your fertility rate drops drastically at 35, and by the time you're 40, um... It's, it's, it's very difficult for most people, not for all, but it, a lot of women may find it difficult to get pregnant. So um, a lot of women, because of their biology clock, really start trying, if they haven't settled down by their mid-30s, they really put it on the, their, sort of on the docket when they're around 35. But one question would be, is that why would why would a woman you know and you're looking at this woman and she's smart intelligent and beautiful and attractive or just you know just generally attractive why would this woman wait so long anyway why was she waiting and i'm going to discuss that because i honestly think these women weren't waiting in fact i know a lot of these women they were not waiting and they were dating people they just weren't dating people who were marriage material. And that happens to everybody. That ha believe me, that happens to everybody. But they they start realizing they weren't dating people who people who weren't marriage material and now they're like super serious about settling down and they're only looking for guys who are like seriously interested in marriage. And you think, "Well, why weren't these women doing that before?" Why weren't they seriously looking for guys that were interested in marriage? Why did they waste their time in two or three long-term relationships? Some people dating people for years, you know, um, who, you know, at the end of the day, doesn't want to marry them. You know, they never had that serious conversation with them. Or they just assumed, well, we're going to get married or we're just figuring it out. But they didn't realize that with people who are getting married, they, there's really no figuring it out period these people usually fall in love and then from then on they're they're thinking about being married to each other so the question is why would woman with a woman who's smart and intelligent and relatively attractive waste her years with with someone who wasn't completely sure about her what happened why did she do it and i'll tell you why and I'll and I'll, I'm gonna tell you now, because she had a good male friend. Yep, I said it. She had a good male friend. She, even though she was dating a guy who wasn't serious, who was a douchebag, somewhere in the wing in the corner was a male who was actually her friend. And I'm talking about platonic. There was nothing going on, but someone that she could share her feelings with someone who she cared about, someone they, she traveled with, went, went to on outings with, went to dinner with, went to lunch with, talked about her dreams with. But the thing is, they never dated because, you know, she wasn't attracted to him. But 
in the meantime, she spent a good 10 years of her life really developing a good friendship with someone that she knew and did not even want to marry. So what does that have to do? That's my baby. What does that have to do with, you know, her dating life? Well, this is what I found. It's very, very hard to find someone to spend the rest of your life with when you're sort of in a friendship with someone you can spend the rest of your life with. A lot of times women get into these friendships with these men and because these friendship pro friendships provide them with all the things that they need, they really can't discern that the guy they're dating and maybe sexually involved with is just a douchebag. Because even when he is a douchebag, they always have someone that they can go back to, someone who's gonna listen to them, someone who's gonna understand them, someone who's going to go and do things that they wanna do, someone who they really share their dreams with. And that someone is someone that they, they, they definitely, uh, they, they don't intend to marry but that someone basically has everything but the sexual attraction, you know? And unfortunately, what I find is that these women don't wake up until these friends finally get married and they realize, oh my gosh, you know, I'm alone. Because, you know, when that, that male friend who's platonic gets married, all that time that he's had for 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 you ends you know after he gets married you know some people are able to uh continue the relationship or continue to call or continue to hang out but it's definitely limited you really don't have access to that person nor is it appropriate to have it's okay Jariah. it's okay nor is it appropriate to have that kind of access. And furthermore, I think it's insulting if his marriage partner actually can let you guys continue the same sort of friendship. It means that, and I'm going to be real, it, it means that during those 10 years you guys were friends, you've let yourself go to such a point. His wife usually doesn't consider you a sexual threat in any way shape or form because even if she knew you guys were completely platonic if you were sexy she would have a problem with y'all having your you know hour-long chats and weekly lunch dates she would feel some kind of way and i'm not saying that all women all women would feel some kind of way i'm just saying it would be weird if any woman especially a newlywed let a man continue to the same breath of, of time and intensity that he was previously. It would be really weird if she did let him continue that friendship to the same degree and, let, and still let all of his female friends have access to him. And, and if she does, that, that, means, that means you in danger, girl. You're in danger because I, I'm just saying... Um, and then they start to, that means they sort of think of you as that woman who's never going to get married and they feel bad for you. And another thing that I see happen 
um, men friends or these male friends who they're not attracted to or they don't, uh, who, who just supply them with all the love and understanding and friendship they need and lull them sleepily, happily past their best childbearing years. Um, another thing I see is when these men decide to marry, they don't look around in that, at their peers. Those men marry 10 years younger because they're marrying for fertility. They marry 10 years younger and 10 years smaller. That's what I've seen. They marry someone who's in shape. And honestly, I would feel some kind of way if I had been going to the Cheesecake Factory with this guy for 10 years and he's telling me, you look good just the way you are. Don't change. You're amazing. You're so brilliant. But when he gets married, when he puts a ring on it, when he decides that I'm going to find someone worth, you know, giving up to half of everything I own, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to find that person. And that person, for the most part, is very physically fit or attractive. Some women might, might, might feel some kind of way because all this time, you know, it wasn't like this fun male friend was going out, working out, trying to eat healthy so we both could get our game on, so we both could be walking down the aisle. No, he was letting you get fat, making you feel good all the way, all the way there while you collected extra pounds because, you know, y'all could have gotten healthier together. You could have. And when people get older, you know, it's harder anyway. But at the end of the day, he, he makes his preferences very clear when he gets married. Very clear. And of course, you're smiling. And of course, you're happy. And of course, you're throwing rice. And of course, you want to catch the bouquet when the bride throws. And of course, the bride and everyone thinks you're a wonderful person. But secretly inside, you wish you were bringing your spouse to the wedding. And secretly, you're wondering, how come he has never, this good male friend, has never set me up with any of his friends? How come none of his friends even want to date me? You know, think about it. And I feel like by the time these women wake up, I mean, sure, you know, you can, you know, do what you need to do. But the truth is, you have to honestly break a lot of these ties. And I think that's nearly impossible for a lot of people to break the ties that that keep them so comfortable to break the family that they've created in hopes of gaining a, a family, a real family, legal, a legal family. Um, and and I've seen I've seen it over and over again and I'll, I'll see it over and over again. And I'll see these people post pictures when they all get back together and say, hey, love these people, love them forever. And it's really sweet and it's really cute. Um, and I know at some point, most of these people are going to find what they're looking for. But there are a lot who had they thought about what, you know, if, had they thought about what type of choices their, their peer was making, that, that all the while their peer was, you know, having fun, kicking it up with them, their peer was planning to marry someone 10 years younger, I think that would have made them really get serious 
about what they wanted. I think if that male friend was honest that, you know, I think you're cool. I think you're awesome. But, you know, when I get married, I'm probably not going to marry anybody. I know I'm probably going to marry someone, you know, about 10 years younger than me and really slim. I think it would have woke a lot of those good friends up. But they're not going to say that. They're just going to send you a text and say, guess what? She said yes. And you're going to send a text back and say, I'm so excited for you. I knew she was the one. She's so perfect. And she probably would be. She probably is perfect. But you know what else she is? She's thinking. She's thinking about making a decision um, at the best time for her fertility. And um, that's that's very, very, very important to to recognize that. And I know friendship is amazing and friendship is beautiful. But sometimes as women, we need to determine whether our platonic friendships, male or female, are helping us towards any specific goals that we have. And there are some goals that don't have timelines. There are some goals that don't um, become a little bit more difficult as we age. You know, you can always... uh, go for a certain certain careers you can always go for certain achievements but the biological clock um our fertility that's that's a biological thing you can't negotiate that you know you even have it now where some companies are actually offering to freeze eggs for for their um for the women who work for them because they know these women are working really hard to get their uh to get their promotions in their 30s, just like a lot of men are. So they're, they know biologically, whether we say at a girl, you did it or not, you know, the facts of the matter are that um, they need to make, they need to be keeping in mind this person's fertility. And that's, that's appropriate and responsible. And I just think, you know, if, if a, a faceless company could understand your fertility and understand that we need to prepare in advance, I think sometimes, you know, it'd be nice if some of these really nice platonic male friends would be like, you know what? I love you, but I think we're too codependent on each other. And when I get married, you know, I have the ability and it's more likely that I can choose younger because men are valued because of their income. But with women, fertility sort of trumps a lot of things. And with fertility, men are looking for youth. And, you know, if you want to, we can still hang out, but I would like us to start working out. I want us to start, you know, journaling what we eat. Let's go on that, you know, let's eat mostly unprocessed foods together. We don't have to eat out in restaurants. We can cook healthy meals for each other and we can watch, we can watch movies at home. You know, that's what a good, good male friend who loves you will do. So I just want people to think about, think about their friendships. You know, and think about how their friendships are propelling them forward and how sometimes people could be subconsciously leading them on a path that they wouldn't want for, let's say, their daughter. Because believe me, if those same male friends saw their own daughter when their own daughter get, get got older, just hanging out with good friends and dating jerks or dating guys who wasn't serious, he'd say, look, honey, I love you, but it seems like you're not dating people who are serious. And I think it's because you become too dependent on your friend, Johnny. Maybe you should just, you guys should take some time off. Think about what you really want. And if you guys really want to hang out, do something productive together. Do something that gets you healthy. I noticed you've been in a lot of stress. 
So I just want you to be happy and just know, even though I think you're perfect, you know, the biological clock doesn't really wait for anyone. And I just want the best for you. That's what a dad would say. And I'm not saying that this male friend should be a dad, but in the back of the, his mind, he knows. He knows. So um, I wish you guys the best. Um, let me know what you think. Thanks.